All rolling? Yeah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. I am. I consider myself very fortunate to get uh, the person sitting in front of me for the second time in a year. Sahib Sabul Malaki Amir Abdul Aziz bin Turki Al Faisal, Wazir Riyadh, Minister of Sports in Saudi Arabia, Prince Abdul Aziz bin Turki Al Faisal. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on my show again. Oh, thank you for having me, and I'm glad to see you again. I hope you're enjoying the weekend. <laughs> very much, and it's only getting started. So yes. I'm even happier now that I saw you. Um, we're back here for the third time in three years. Looking around, do you ever feel like, wow, we we actually did this, you know, Formula One is, does it get old? Well, uh, are you still like, wow, we really did this? No, I mean, you know, every year we develop, every year we improve. So, you know, the first year when we had the, the race, we were, you know, very consumed in, in delivering on the race because we only had seven months to do it. And just trying to finish that we can host a race. And we didn't look at all the components that add to attending a race such as uh, Formula One. You know, we, we, Alhamdulillah, we delivered. And then there was also a short period after that in, uh, in uh, last year where we, we also tried to fix some of the things and some of the requests that we were getting about how to enhance the, um, the experience of people coming to the, to the track and, and enjoying this event. Uh, but this year, you know, we had, I think, uh, 10 months to work on it, to plan properly. Of course, every year you come with new ideas, with new... Uh, potential things that you want to add every year to, to, to the racetrack. Some things we can do, something will take more time to do. Uh, but alhamdulillah, uh, or today with the support that we have uh, from the conference and his involvement and, and his uh, follow-up uh, on, on, on how do we uh, make such an event as a, a global uh, recognition for Saudi to hosting such international events um, made things easier, but also there's a lot of pressure to to deliver on the expectations that we that we're working on, so there's there's a lot that the team has been working on. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. That until now, no red flags. Everything is is moving smoothly, and inshallah, it continues till Sunday night after the race. And um, yeah, we're looking forward that everyone comes and enjoys and have a good time. Yeah, for sure. I picked up on at least ten new things that weren't here in the first two races. So uh, even even me, like a cold eye looking at it, I'm like, yeah, the event is different this year. That, that section alone looks like it's doubled in size, uh, the, fa the fan zone, which is remarkable, yes. Wallah, mashallah. Yeah, 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 and even the organization. So people now know what needs to be done. Uh, and, and we had time to train yeah, some of yeah, the marshals experience. and some of the uh, ushers that we work with. The first year we had a challenge with that. But every year it progresses from one to another. And, and we try to add up to, to what are the missing things that we're that we had in the first races and how do we fill them up in mm -hmm. this race. Uh, switching gears to different sports. Uh, November 22nd, 2022. Uh, pictures of you celebrating the win against Argentina brought a tear to my eye. I promise you. What was going through your mind at the final whistle when we actually beat Argentina and we kept a clean sheet for the last 50 minutes? Well, that was a special day. Um, I don't think it was a special day just for me, but it was a special day for, for everyone in the kingdom. And for us working in the Ministry of Sports and the Football Federation and the league and the clubs and the Olympic Committee and the federations, you know, we had a lot of criticism and a lot of uh, doubts of what we're doing is the right thing or not. Uh, with investment in sports, with creating these new programs, with bringing new people and new talent into the field of sports, with restructuring, 
uh, all the entities that we're working on and um, trying to develop uh, an ecosystem that works for the future. And uh, I think, okay, we did not achieve anything with that win, except the win itself on the on the on the team that won the World Cup. Um, uh, we, you know, we showed everyone that there is something happening here, and it wasn't just a sign for Saudi or for the Saudis, but it was also globally. So uh, I got a lot after that day. You know, I I spent the whole day not realizing what what just happened. You know, and. Surreal. And was, it was, it was, yeah, it was a special moment, and and I was really, uh, you know, I tried not to to lose that uh, feeling as long as I can because I know that it doesn't last forever and and it changes. Um, but it was such a special feeling that we all got, uh, and we were all happy that you know that for us to win against Argentina with the expectations that we were coming in, you know, we were in the ranking, we were the lowest ranked team going into FIFA World Cup. Uh, we're playing against uh, Argentina, Poland and Mexico. They're some of the toughest team to play against in the world. So our performance against Argentina was unbelievable. The guys or the team and the players, uh, you know, did an amazing job to, to pull it off. They, I think they played even better against Poland, but we were unlucky and that's how sports is. Um, so when you, when you win something or you achieve something, you have to celebrate it to the max. Um, and then forget it the next day because you know that you know you can't keep on going with that momentum but you have to work hard on keeping going with that momentum and that's why it's very difficult to achieve in sports and the competition is so high so for us it was you know as i said it was really a message to the world that saudi arabia is doing something you know i got a lot of phone calls from international media from international personnel who works in the field that you know congratulations we can see what you guys are doing and how can we be part of this development that's happening yeah. so it was like a symbol or a sign uh, to the world that you know saudi arabia is here and we're doing something uh, positive and of course to have one of our teams also al-hilal uh, play the final of the club world cup uh, you know first time to, for it to happen i think it was the first time that we beat a south american team uh, so all of these things show that the development of sport is actually going in the right track. These are the signs that you get. Uh, it's difficult to keep that momentum, to keep winning every time and, and so on. But we'll try our best to keep on going as, as hard as we can to make sure that we deliver on the expectations that we have. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. In chronological order, Club World Cup in 2024, we're hosting it. Asian Football Cup 2027, we're hosting it. Winter Games in 2029 in Neom, we're hosting it. I would imagine being excited is an understatement for what's to come. Well, we also have the World Combat Games this year. Uh, uh, I forgot NBL. something. Yeah, so um, that's also a big event with 15 sports uh, for the first time to come uh, in, in one place and, and gather in one place as the World Combat Games. So, you know, for us, sometimes we get consumed with the work that we're working in and we're in a bubble, uh, if, if that's the right uh, explanation of it. And we don't realize how big of an event these are um, for someone to come from the outside and see it and, and, and be part of it. But it's, you know, it's, uh, it's business as usual. You know, we have these KPIs, we have these events that we have to fulfill within the 2030 vision. And with the support that we have from the leadership, I think it's very important that we meet these expectations and work hard on it. Um, you know, like, like this event, it's, it's one of the biggest events in the world. And, you know, building up to this event, you know, we're just consumed in the operations 
um, and we don't realize, you know, today I was driving, coming to the track and I was driving alongside the track um, in Prince Faisal and Fads Road and um, I realized how big the track is. <laughs> I never realized how big this land stretches, uh, stretches uh, uh, around and, and, you know, to manage such a thing, it takes a lot of effort, it takes a lot of, uh, but the team, Alhamdulillah, we have really qualified people that are working on the ground, they're working hard day and night to make sure that we achieve these these um, these these goals, hopefully in the highest expectations that we can. And, um, you know, today it's Alhamdulillah that we built such a system within the ministry, but also within all the stakeholders that we work with, the Motorsports Federation, uh, the Olympic Committee and, and other uh, federations that we work with in different fields, that it became, you know, a system that is there. This is what we have to do. This is how to, what we need to work on. And honestly, thank you to, to all the other entities that are involved in, in hosting. This is not just the Ministry of Sports. This is all the ministries within the kingdom being involved and everyone with their own uh, section or their own um, category on, on how we can work together. And if it wasn't for their support and us working together in alignment to make sure that this is a success for the kingdom, we wouldn't have pulled it off, I'll be honest. So, so today, alhamdulillah, we, you know, we gained a lot of experience in the past couple of years. And the team has gained a lot of experience, the people working with us, the vendors, everyone has gained a lot of experience that it's become like a norm uh, to host such events. Actually, because that brings up something I wanted to ask you. I was always curious on whether or not ministries work with each other from behind the scenes, almost like inter-ministry communication. I mean, I don't, I don't know how your ministry operates, but I would guess that you do a lot of work with Ministry of Tourism, the Entertainment Authority. Can you chime in on a little bit on, on how ministries work together behind the scenes? Everything we do is aligned with all the ministries. So they know what our calendar is. We, we have meetings uh, constantly about this. Um, uh, some of them on a monthly basis, some of them on a weekly basis, and some of them on a, on, a, on a daily basis. So such an event like Formula One for the past two weeks, we have a committee between the stakeholders that are involved. And we have meetings every day uh, on this. Uh, and the committee is not ending until the event is finished. So they're always in one room, you know, uh, checking for all of these. Uh, what are the risks that we have? What are the um, steps that we need to take? Uh, everyone's on phone uh, or, you know, ready by phone to take action to whatever comes up uh, during these. Because things unexpected do happen. And, and we need to deal with it on a fast pace to make sure that nothing disrupts these events. So we work, you know, now with the 2030 vision and with the guidance of His Royal Highness and his uh, work ethic, I would say, uh, has been filtered down towards all the ministries within the kingdom that, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we have one uh, goal is to make uh, any event in Saudi Arabia a success. So we are involved in all the events that are that are happening uh, around the kingdom, whether it was sporting or not, and we we give our opinion, we give our expertise in it, and and you know I don't feel like today we're different entities to be honest, um, and this is the collaboration that we have, and that's why we have the success to be honest, because you know if I need something from the Ministry of Tourism, we know who to call, we know who's the decision maker there. To, to, to take the decision and, and we do so. And we get the support from the ministers themselves, from the deputies, from everyone that's working in these, in these ministers to make sure that a success is happening. Fascinating stuff. I've read some good news that stadiums are going to be built. When we, when we met uh, the last time I had you on, it was I believe in May, last Ramadan, 
you touched on infrastructure. We, we came from an era where we didn't have the infrastructure and now we are building and, and, and we're continuing to grow in that sector. With, with the hosting of Asian Games 2027, new stadiums are going to be built, I'm sure. Yes. Can you uh, give us some information? Well, we have a couple of stadiums that we need to build to meet the requirements of the uh, AFC, which is the Asian uh, Football Confederation, and uh, which also complies with the FIFA uh, requirements. And we need to uplift the, uh, the, some of the stadiums that we have. So there are certain, uh, a number of stadiums newly being built. Uh, and there are some of our stadiums that are going to go into renovation to make sure that we meet these requirements. Um, and hopefully the, the most important for us is to, to enhance the fan experience, you know, for the fans to come and enjoy spending the time in the stadiums. We never had that in our stadiums. And, and that's, you know, one of the reasons why we want to host the Asian uh, Cup in 27 is to, to, to use this as an opportunity to develop these stadiums and to, to, to make sure that everyone enjoys and to showcase that, you know, this AFC will be different than any other AFC uh, around the continent. So these are the things that we're working on with the AFC. And we have from now until 2027, a working team that's dedicated for AFC that are, you know, and a, a working team from the AFC that are here in the kingdom to make sure that we meet these uh, these goals that we need to finish by 27. I wish we can f finish them uh, in, in shorter time, but as you know, with construction and all these things, you have to abide with, with taking time. Uh, but definitely the future is bright for, for these for sports in the kingdom with these venues that are being built and the new cities that are being built, such as Giddiya, Neom, Al-Ula, uh, other uh, giga projects that, that the PIF is working on, and, and how do we incorporate sports in them. When you heard that Cristiano Ronaldo chose to come and play in Saudi Arabia, uh, how, what was your initial reaction and what did you feel that might do for the sporting landscape in Saudi? Well, we were all very thrilled, you know, to have an icon like, like Cristiano to come and play in, in the Saudi league and, and to add to, to what we're doing. And, you know, I think since his presence, we've seen a spike in, 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 uh, in viewership, a spike in interest in the Saudi league. Um, with all sectors, whether it was players, agents, uh, um, coaches, uh, development of the clubs, uh, and so on. We have a target that hopefully the Saudi League will be the leading um, uh, league in the, in the continent, but also one of the top five uh, leagues in the world. And, and in order to achieve that, we need to work hard and we need to uplift the whole ecosystem to do so. So we're working with the league to make sure that they uplift everything that they have in terms of regulations, in terms of uh, commercial value, in terms of viewership, all of these things. And, and having such an icon to come and play in the, in the, in the Saudi league is, is, a, is you know, uh, a pleasure and, and an honor. Uh, and, and that also caught the interest of a lot of other players that are you know, communicating to come and play in the Saudi league. And it shows that the Saudi league is actually a strong league. Um, and as I said, you know, if we didn't put the development in the past three years, and the clubs and the federations and all of these things we couldn't have achieved that such an icon to come and play in the, in the, in the league so hopefully we'll see a big transformation with his presence in the league and, and to grow the the sport of football i noticed that the opposition like have found encouragement or motivation when they're playing against ronaldo all of a sudden the team who's 17 18th in the league is you would mistake it for a top four team they have found this motivation because ronaldo's on the other team i'm gonna up my game which is only good for the league. Definitely. And that's, that's the whole point of competition, you know, to uplift everything. And, 
And and I think that, as I said, the past three years where we put the club support strategy that we put in place have uplifted the, the clubs to that level and, and to work in a professional manner to make sure that we, we achieve these goals. And, and uh, you know, they've been, you know, we've been pushing them hard to achieve these goals and they've been really fulfilling a lot. We have a long way to go uh, and a lot of obstacles to overcome. But I believe with the with the will and with the passion that we have of football that we will achieve that inshallah in the future. And as you said, you know, today you never know who you're going to play against and they could actually uh, win against uh, a team that Ronaldo's playing with, like a Nasser. So, so these are the um, these are the things that we want the competition to increase, to increase viewership, to increase commercialization, to increase all of this, and to bring attraction to the league, to make sure that we have a strong lead for the future. Yeah, uh, I should have started with this. I, I wish to congratulate you on the birth of your daughter. Thank you. Alf mabruk on that. And on the subject of family, I know your schedule is full, and I'm only adding to it. Uh, how do you manage to balance your work life? You're on business trips. I see you traveling with the AFC and, and with the Olympic Committee. How do you manage to, to balance family time and work time? Well, you miss out on a lot, uh, I'll have to say. And, um, you know, the whole point of family is to support you. And uh, Alhamdulillah, I have a beautiful wife and, and she supports me with everything that, that I'm doing. And, and also my parents and, and her parents and my brothers and sisters, they're all supporting me in everything that I'm doing. So really they're the core that keeps me going. There are tough days that come up on and, and you know, some occasions that I, I miss out on because of obligations and so on. But I think, you know, the, the main goal that we have is that we're doing this for our kids or I'm doing it for, for my children. Hopefully when they grow up, they, they have a better future than I did. And, and I think that's the goal that actually, I think keeps us going and keeps us uh, motivated uh, and overcome all of these issues that we might have um, at home. But uh, yeah, it's tough to manage. It's not easy. I haven't found the perfect formula. If I have, uh, I think uh, I'll be a billionaire by, by <laughs> selling that formula. But I think you set your priorities. Uh, you can do everything. Uh, and I'm very lucky to have a really strong team that maybe you've realized in the past year, I haven't been to a lot of the events that are happening because there's just so many that I used to attend to. Um, but with the team that I have, with uh, Bede, who's my deputy, he can you know, over, you know, take over from me in, in, certain, uh, in certain areas that I can't really reach to. But in the end of the day, I think what keeps me motivated and, and the family is, is we know that we're building for a better future and, and for our kids. And I think, for everyone, uh, and that's our main goal to, to do so. Um, you can't bring back time, so there are certain months where, uh, you know, my kids have grown so much that uh, I have a boy and a daughter, so two years old boy in Turkey, and Noura, my daughter, she's uh, two months old. Um, I do miss out on certain things, um, but I know that hopefully when they grow up, uh, they'll, you know, I hope that one day they'll, they'll be proud of what we've done. They will be. And you answered my second to last question, which is what keeps you going? And 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 it is to build a better future than, than what we have growing up. And, and and my God, allow me to say that, Sumul Amir, you are doing just that. Thank you. No, thank you. And thank you for the support for everyone. And and I'll tell you a small story that, that happened between me and the, and the Crown Prince. And I remember that when he told me that I'll be appointed as the head of the General Sports Authority before it became the Ministry of Sports, he called me into his office and he told me, you know, hopefully we're going to appoint you as the head of the General Sports Authority. I said, you know, this is my pleasure and 
and and anything to serve i'll be more than honored to to be part of and then i and he told me do you have any questions and i said yeah i have one question and i asked him what's your expectation uh, of me and he said whatever you dreamed about go and do it so to me that was the message that i every day take with me and and it keeps me going today we have an opportunity to 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 really do stuff that we we never had and and with the support that we have from him and and he believes in these things and the support that we get i think it's very important that we we make sure that it does happen and and sky is the limit i think for the future so when you have that leadership when you have that uh unity within the ministry on on achieving these goals and and trying to to reach to these goals and we see the ambition that today is in 2030 and and the the goals that are set for everyone um inshallah inshallah that these goals are going to be fulfilled and the future is 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 going to be bright for the kingdom inshallah truly bright thank you so much uh for sharing everything you did i uh I, I, I honestly thank you for the work that you do. You've showed thank us you. that uh, really sky is the limit and we are capable of hosting any tournament, including inshallah one day the World Cup. And it's all thanks to you and your team and everything you do for us. Well, thank you and thank you for the support. We can't do it alone. We, have this, we need to have the support of everyone to believe in these, uh, in these events that we're doing and the programs that we put in and, and, and so on. And I can't do it alone. So I, I really would like to thank you, thank you know, my team and, and everyone that's supporting us to achieve these goals and uh, hopefully more to come, inshallah. Inshallah. Thanks, inshallah. Abu Turki, and enjoy Thank the you. weekend. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Shukran.